from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. I would like to give you this brief but a very important update and it is important because folks it's for your benefit if you don't already know this i'm going to let you know that um you will no longer be able to listen to my broadcast on your favorite uh platforms whether that be Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, any of those guys. You know what I'm talking about. And therefore, if you want to listen to the show, well, you'll have to hear it on this platform or come on over to theearnestmanshow.com and listen to this and any other broadcast to your heart's content. There's a lot of reasons for this, but I'll just tell you the one of the primary reasons and that is is that there are certain powers that be that ultimately want to control the comment uh, the content rather of what is being said to you and how it's being said and that's not something I want to do and that's certainly something I don't feel that you really want either. So, as I've said many times, if you want to hear the real deal, um, well, this is what it takes. This is what's necessary. So that's it. That's one of the primary reasons. And I thought you deserved to know. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, folks. And thank you so very much for tuning in, or for tuning in again. This is Wednesday, and of course, that means Oregon News. And this is episode number 217. Are you rich? Don't like to pay any taxes? Great! Come to Oregon. There is, there is right and there is wrong. And then there's just unbelievably stupid. And folks, I got to tell you, this is something so stupid, it actually deserves to be reflected upon. Because every now and then, you have something going on like this that many people may not realize are so laughed at throughout the nation. And this, I believe, is one of those things. Because this, it just goes beyond belief, as far as I'm concerned. Now, we're talking about a place in a state that, generally speaking, amongst 
regular working people, if you screw up or if it's purely even by accident and you happen to end up owing a relatively small amount of money that, again, perhaps an honest mistake was made, you know, we could be talking somewhere in the neighborhood of around five to $10,000. You, uh, you will be dragged through the coals as though you were the absolute worst enemy of the state you can possibly imagine. And I not only speak from personal experience, but I happen to have known a few other people who had to go, unfortunately, through hell with the state over this. But on the other hand, if you are someone who owes a minimum of $50,000 and up, well, they treat you differently. They don't want to be mean. So they, they want to put you on a bad person's list. Mm. They're threatening them to put you on a bad boy's list because you didn't pay your taxes. Now, if that isn't idiotic and fucking laughable enough, I don't know what is, because generally speaking, the people who are doing that are very familiar with the fact and aware of the fact that they are, in fact, doing that. It has a name. And when we were a much saner society and a saner country, it was called fucking tax evasion. That's what it took in the 30s. To even reel in um, a uh, prominent Chicago gangster. They tried every way that they could, but apparently they couldn't have any success with uh, Scarface Alphonse Capone. <sighs> yeah, and that's what they got Alphonse Capone on, otherwise known as Al Capone. Failing everything else was tax evasion. And there were others to follow. But not here. You see, this being the People's Republic of Oregon, um, things are reversed. It's like a pyramid standing on the pointy head of its top. And so, yeah, if... Um, if you're just a few thousand dollars owing, they will hound and pursue you relentlessly. But if you're basically already rich and you're a criminal in that sense, they want to treat you with kid gloves. And so they've worked out this 
thing that they're uh, that they're going to do, um, and it's it's put out there as though it's apologetic. I'm not I'm not fucking kidding you. It is put forth in the most timid way possible. We're sorry, Mr. Criminal, Mr. Rich Man, but we we pretty please would really we'd really really like it if you could pay your taxes, please. That is what is going on. I would like to bring up this, just a bit of this nonsense um, from the Salem Reporter. And this is dated May 22nd, 2023, of course. And if you um, ever need info on this, you can contact me and I should be able to produce it for you. The headline reads, over 300 Salem area taxpayers each owe 50000 plus to state. I believe that should be plus to the state, but what do I know? I'm not one to criticize grammar. It says state officials are hoping some Tor- no, uh, some notoriety might get the Salem area's delinquent taxpayers to cough up the $48 million they owe. The State Revenue Department on July 14th will start publishing the names of people and businesses on its website who owe at least $50,000 in unpaid taxes, penalties, and interest to the state, the agency announced in a news release. That includes more than 300 delinquent taxpayers in Marion and Polk counties. Oregonians have until then to fully pay their balance or arrange a payment plan approved by the Revenue Department to avoid appearing on the list. There are 241 Marion County residents with recorded liens totaling $38.64 $38.64 million as of May 19th, according to agency spokesman Rudy Owens. In Polk County, there are 78 taxpayers with recorded liens that total $9.34 million. The state agency this week will start notifying taxpayers who meet the lien uh, list criteria by mail that their names may be, note it says maybe, not will be, that may be posted online according to the news release. Quote, affected taxpayers should contact us as soon as they receive a notice to resolve this debt. Unquote, said Deanna Mack, the department's collection division administrator, in the release, quote, Publishing this list will support our efforts to collect the revenue that our state counts on, end quote. 
The list will include a taxpayer's name, business name, quote, the name of any person held personally responsible for business debt, end quotes, city and state residence, a lien, identification number, type of debt, and current amount due, according to the statement. This, of course, goes on a bit longer, but I feel that you probably got the gist of this. What, for all intents and purposes, at least what I am detecting here, is in almost a childlike manner, what they are doing is telling these people, we would really, really like it and be happy if you could please, pretty please, pay your taxes to us. So, okay, sorry to bother you, rich and important person that you are. This is not the demeanor, however, if you're just a regular working schmuck. Yeah, they're a bit more, let's just say they're a bit more authoritarian about it. Where they're going to seize this and seize that and put a lien on your wages. And I mean, basically nail your ass to the cross and believe me. That's what they not only will do, but have done to many working folks. So, that is what is the reality that's going on here. This is not an opinion. This is a fact. And I want to make that clear because... You know, you. this is certainly easy enough to uh, check out for yourself. And this, in addition to all this, this has been going on for a long time. So, in turn, what this does and what this has done is, um, you know, Give a very clear message to, uh, you know, business uh, loafers, as I call them, tax loafers, um, that, yeah, if you're going to, if you plan on, uh, you know, being one of those schmucks or also known as, you know, your, your average uh, narcissistic, sociopathic type. I don't believe paying this tax. I ain't going to do nothing to you. You ain't got no right to bully deep beat diddly beat diddly beat. Now, if you're of that ilk, it is a it is a huge flashing sign. Please come here. Come to this state and you can buy whatever you wish. And when the bill comes due for, say, property taxes, that you don't have to worry. Don't worry about it. What this, as far as I'm concerned, what this is 
much like is again people if you're going out to um you know a high-end restaurant and of course when um when it comes time when when the bill for the meal finally comes due uh certain people who just happen to conveniently uh duck out to the restroom or mm, oh that this is terrible i can't believe i did this what is it tom oh damn it i i forgot my wallet you ever heard that one before no problem tom you're good. We'll take care of it. Not a biggie. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. And so, if there is, if you're wondering out there, while we could certainly use the money, the inability from the bigwigs, not, they would rather take their resources, their again, that we are paying for. They would rather take these resources and put them into serious enforcement of the small fry, of those who are, you know, relatively speaking, owning, uh, uh, you know, a small amount of uh, taxes and but to pursue them to, to the ends of the earth. So, this kind of misdirected behavior, it's not incompetence. That's the thing. If it sounds, if he's, you know, if there was a good, a good laugh in all this, and it's just so funny that they're, all these people are clowns. Well, that's another thing that's been going on. This is another, what I call as another diversion tactic. Well, they just, you know, when everything comes, they just act like they're imbeciles. I, I Yes, I, I had all the files to uh, convict that uh, senator or whatnot, and I went into a Dunkin' Donuts and I grabbed a coffee and then I accidentally left them on the table. Gee, gosh, Williper, I'm just such a klutz. I know it was it was terrible. It was really stupid, but gosh darn it! And just I I had everything there and it it just it, it's gone and. I feel like such a jerk because I had everything on this guy. I had all the evidence. You bet I did, and I spent I spent over a year collecting, and I and I wanted that guy to go to jail just as much as you did. But I was I was really foolish, and somehow I. When I was getting coffee and donuts, a thoughtful thing for the the rest of the people in the office, and it was my turn, and I somehow was a klutz, and now they're gone, and they're they're gone, and nobody knows where they are. 
And of course, I didn't make any copies either. No. That kind of shit. It's known what is every part of this that's going on. All of these folks are pals. It's not um, that you, it's a need-to-know basis. It's not that you know that. Matter of fact, most of the time, usually, typically, uh, you don't hear about all the interactions because if that were the case, if that was, you know, very public information, then obviously we would have a built-in conflict of interest. And one that is very easy to identify and point out for future reference if any kind of shenanigans like this were to occur. But they're very careful to not have those associations be known or public. That's why, you know, um, even though it does happen, but, you know, whistleblowers do exist. And a lot of uh, tragic and strange and unforeseen accidents happen to whistleblowers. I'm telling you, they are all... All of the bigwigs, all of them, and that certainly includes those who owe a tremendous tax debt. They are working in cahoots. They really are. I really believe that. Because, for one very simple reason, and this is... This is not, again, because they want to convince you and they say, well, you know, you can have an opinion anyway, in any way you want. And this is just hearsay. Of course they could do that. And of course what they're saying in that respect is true. Because I am not being a journalist and I don't have, you know, voice recordings and I don't have photographs necessarily or video of course not of course we don't have these things or at least I don't does it mean it at least can't be true because what you have to do is you have to look at this from an intuitive perspective and sometimes You just have to add things up, you know, and you can pretty much fill in the blanks. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to do here. I'm pointing out at least what I feel is obvious. And, you know, If you disagree with that, well, that is, of course, your prerogative. There are just too many aspects about this behavior, which, again, to me, um, doesn't make sense using any other argument. 
especially when this shit has been going on for easily for 50 years. And so they're they're well practiced at this. They know exactly what they're doing. And here's something that I'm going to predict. So obviously the first step they're going to send out notices and if even if these people because they're laughing they're laughing the people who owe these you know these tremendous amounts of money they can look at this and they can laugh because they know in their heart of hearts they know it's a paper tiger but even those who will respond They'll um, say, yeah, yeah, okay, sure, I'll sign your stupid-ass payment agreement or whatever. And, yeah, once again, good luck getting it. And then that will become involved in intrigue and turmoil because it will cost the courts, it will cost the taxpayers Money because they will inevitably not want to pay again because, in case you missed it, newsflash, if they wanted to, if that were the case, they would have paid the goddamn bill to begin with. That's the whole point. They don't want to pay. And all the agreements in the world really isn't going to it's not going to change a thing and as far as okay then well if you don't do this we're going to publish your your name and your this again do you think a hardcore narcissist or sociopath gives a flying rat's ass about that no (laughs) of course not Because they don't have any mechanisms for shame. That's what makes them the narcissist or the sociopath. Those mechanisms that would appeal to something called a conscience in a normal person, that mechanism isn't there. So again, that makes this potential penalty even more laughable when you put it in that light and i think that's a pretty bright light so what's to be done well i know what needs to be done and Unfortunately, those laws um, that used to be on the books were whittled away and taken away many, many years ago. But they were they were there. And all those years ago, um, I won't say that we didn't have this problem, but nowhere near to this extent anyway. Uh, yeah, they had ways of, um, 
making damn sure you paid your taxes. And uh, when it came and push came right to shove, they were uh, very unpleasant. And I'm not talking about putting your name out on the internet or the newspaper. Because you've been a bad person. Hmm. So, I know, or at least I very strongly feel that I know what needs to be done and what could and what could change this. And if we did, if those things were done, we wouldn't have to be once again going through this kind of ridiculous nonsense over this. All of this would be wouldn't be here because it would be a non-issue. But that's what many people, unfortunately, are not aware of because they're under the mistaken impression that just because we have the uh, current laws as we do, that, you know, really, essentially, nothing can be done when actually the laws that are current, the laws, if we go all the way down the line, back in history, um, what you do is, by looking at the reports and looking at the histories concerning this, you go back to the laws that actually worked. And this, actually, this can be applied in so many areas of, uh, you know, government and, you know, social policy. You go back through studying the history and analyzing the outcomes and then running the numbers, basically crunching the numbers, and you end up with an answer of what actually works. And then you can say, well, hmm, you know, uh, said number of people did this, and here was this particular penalty. Okay, then comes the next phase. How do we change it, and who's going to implement it? Well, no one wants to change it. I'm talking about no one in government wants to because <laughs> that would affect them. You know, so um, you need a different mechanism to make this happen. And again, I know what that mechanism is as well. And uh, I feel as though that uh, that's something that we can perhaps talk about another time. But as far as this current bunch is concerned, and how the revenue department in Oregon is threatening them, <laughs> which is laughable. And it's laughable because it doesn't mean a shit biscuit. Take care.
so what did you think of this episode? You can go on over to theearnestmanshow.com, find this particular episode number, and leave a comment for me and the rest of the world just below the player in the comments section. And additionally, unlike platforms such as this, I do not treat you or want to treat you as a child. I don't want to tell you what language you can use. I don't want to prescribe what are good words or what are bad words. I want you to have the freedom to express yourself exactly the way you wish. Until next time, this is Ernest Mann reminding you that there are no bad words, only bad actions. <laughs>